Hey neighbors, thanks for tuning in. Now enjoy part two of The Toys That Shaped Us, featuring Matt Broussard, owner and chief toy officer of the Houston Toy Museum. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast and the YouTube channel so you never miss any great content. Now, when you, when you have people visiting the museum, do you get a lot of feedback in that regard? Like, oh, I wasn't allowed to have that. Or, yeah. man, you know, I see Barbies now that look like me. I wish we had those when I was younger. Did, is there a, that conversation happening? Yeah, often? like I'll get it sometimes from like guys who they wanted Barbie when they were a kid. And their parents just would tell them no and they would. Boys would uh, play with dolls. And, in a way, you're, you're, you're making fun of your own child by their likes and wants. But what if they could have been a fashion designer and, and been the greatest fashion designer, but you squandered that, that, that joy that they never got to flourish? Well, what about, so what about what you're seeing in the modern day toys where with what you're talking about with, you know, boys playing with the boy toys, girls playing the girl toys, yeah, all the, that I guess kind the, of... The, the social war now going on of... Well, like, well yeah, but, I mean, you know, obviously... Know war, but it's... You know, big toy. Social dynamic. Yeah, the social dynamic, yeah. yeah. And big toy manufacturers are going to make whatever sells the best, right? These people yeah. have to make money. Let's, let's leave it at that. But It's a business. But, yeah, but but do you, do you see some effort to try to make things a little more, like everyone should be playing with these. It's acceptable yeah. for everyone, kind you, of. You mean like with the companies? Yeah, from a marketing like standpoint. From a, okay. and from I, a I do think that standpoint. they are getting better, um, especially with box art, because like uh, there's certain things that on uh, – that still are issues of box art for like people of color that might not be a big deal for most people, but subconsciously it, it's saying something. Or now when you say box art, you're talking about when you're walking through the shelves of the retail store, what's on the box? Yeah, like for in. instance, uh, I have a buddy who used to work at Toys R Us and he would always like post pictures about like box art, like the like a little white doll would have a little boy and a little girl on the cover. Well, the black doll would only have a little girl. Well, you're giving off the perception that she's alone. You're giving up uh, against these like negative stereotypes of society that you're playing into. That why isn't there a little black boy on that on that box as yeah, well? I mean, you're right. Why they, not show if you're showing a, a family? Of, of, why of not dynamics, show a family and have it equal? So tell tell us a bit about the the layout of the shop itself, because mm -hmm. in that historical context, do you take your visitors through sort of a, a timeline journey yeah. as they wander through? So do we start in... So like, I usually start in like the 1920s because like... Okay. You only have toy... Well, gift shop, right? You always start in with the well, gift yeah. shop, right? But, uh, <laughs> the, the Disney model. <laughs> Entrance and exit. I yeah. mean, it works, right? Exit in the gift shop, yeah. <laughs> it works. Uh, you only have toy innovation in peacetime. And you only... Uh, so during the 20s, not a lot of people had a lot of income. And then, of course, when the uh, Great Depression hit, toys were, again, they're a luxury. They're not a necessity. So you see all these, and, and that's where you get a lot of famous pictures where kids weren't playing. You know, they were all working at, at that age. And so uh, when you get to the 50s, after World War II, we had no materials for toys. All materials went to war effort. 
So you didn't have that many, all the toy factories closed and turned into war factories. So the second that World War II ended, all those factories reversed back. And now you have people who they're trying to have, build back the income. So they want, the government wants all these businesses to make these things. They want to show happiness. And, they want, they, and so that's when you get a lot of toy innovation, when people are actually happy and, and have time and the money and the resources to, to make those innovations. Was that right around the time of like the tin toys and stuff Tin like toys that? were like 30s. Yeah, so like, 30s, okay. That's why, that's the whole reason why we have a lot of tin toys is, is because of all just like materials going to, yeah. to where they needed to go. And um, so we're talking 50s, like the, the taller G.I. Joe dolls and things like that. Yeah. Are those coming out around that okay. time? Uh, yeah, they're fifty. Uh, yeah, mid fifties. Okay. And then um, there's that classic. And that's American when they, but that's when they start understanding plastics, yeah. and they're starting to use way more and more plastics to understand and, and mass market or, or mass build things. And so they're already moving away from metals, and there's always been wood, but they're moving away from that. Now they're understanding. Oh, we can just make a a blow mold and blow up all these plastic parts and and, yeah, and be the done Eisenhower with it. Eisenhower doll or something. That was a big one around that. Time. Yeah, because I mean, you do have like they used rubber face dolls and. Um, and then like, you know, even porcelain and things like that. But it, it, a lot of it was just what, what the country was going through. And that, and again, it's another little look that you can look at history and understand what was going on in history right now that made the toys do this. But it's really because like, so in the fifties, that's when the very first toy commercial that was, um, pushed towards kid was Mr. Potato Head. That was the first toy ever advertised. Oh, I had no idea and it was fifties. And I mean, the, the yeah, Mr. Potato Head almost didn't even make it because after the first year, they got so many complaints because the, they would advertise, go into your parents' pantry and grab a fruit and vegetable. It was all created because the guy, his kid liked to play with his food, so he wanted to create something to play with his food. And so they got so many complaints because people kept finding rotten food all over the house because kids don't pick up their toys. <laughs> and they're like, we have to change this. We have to do something. And that's when you get the plastic fruit and the, and the, and the mold that they would make. And uh, that's awesome. And then the '80s, they they really messed up Mr. Potato. They took away his arms and everything. Uh, but then, uh, and then in the '90s, we get the traditional one that we all know now: the white arms, the white arms. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The, the yeah, the big the, pink the, ears, the shoulder uh, white gloves, of course. Yes, because that's how you have to wear them. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. <laughs> very, very proper '90s. Yeah, very potato. proper. Uh, but yeah, but with that, the uh, first commercial. It really, that's why the 80s, they really started understanding marketing and they marketing towards kids. But you also had a platform for them now. You know, you had TVs in everybody's houses, you know, or they're getting there in the 70s, you know, and you were able to, to showcase this in their house. I, I, I like to, you know, it's nice to see that some things haven't changed uh, with toys. Like we can talk about toys from from the 30s, from the 50s, from the 80s, from the 90s, from the 2000s, you know, but, but it, the fun thing to me, um, and for all of you that, that love toys, is just like what you were saying, that, that nostalgia that we, and that... It's a simpler time you think of, and you, you can't help but think of your childhood and not think of your, your mom's cooking or, or you know, uh, bringing a toy to school or doing, you know, comfort. Yes. Just something that's just a little bit more of a comfort uh, memory for you. And I, and I think that's, that's wonderful. And, and I honestly, the older I get, like, you know, my dad, I, I and maybe your parents are, were different. They definitely probably had their own kind of collections and things, but I would be really curious to find out if my dad really would have wanted to, 
to go back and get a, an old toy or something or something. You know, I, I've ne- it's something I've never really asked him because my dad was very much about being the adult and stuff like that. Even to this day, you know, I love, I love you, dad. Um, but I'm more of a kid. Like when I'm just like, man, I, I, I need to, I need to go get a toy or, or something. Yeah. Like, you but, know, I, I, I think maybe nowadays it's, it's, it seems more Did he ever acceptable. have any impulse buys of, uh, yeah. of, of something from his past? Yeah, I would be super curious. Yeah. I mean, yeah, my my father. Well, my father's expressed regret over no longer having those 1950s GI Joe yeah. tall toys. He had those yeah. growing up, but he still has his old um, Lionel train sets. Ooh, that's oh, cool. okay, that's yeah, cool. very cool, and they're mostly functional. Eventually, we'll get one that goes yeah. around the. I want to get one that goes around the the ceiling. Yeah, that they're very cool. So. And then my uh, my uh, one of my older brothers has gotten pretty big into collecting slot cars. So okay. that's a lot of very cool stuff that my father kind of grew up with. And he has all my dad's old tracks that he's in. So, so I guess the answer, that's yeah, cool. a little bit then. Yeah. We just, a little bit of nostalgia. Just, just yeah. a little, little different, just a little different for everyone, which is kind of cool what you were saying. Yeah, yeah. And I guess I never thought about it too. I never thought about it like that. Yeah, you know, it, it's interesting though, the, you bring up the 80s and the marketing because just having this conversation, having our earlier conversations when we were off camera, one of the things that strikes me about the 80s is the variety of different toys we all felt that we needed, right? Or that we wanted desperately. Because it yeah. wasn't just one thing. It wasn't that, oh, I want my G.I. Joe collection. It's the Ninja Turtles, the G.I. Joe's, the, the Ghostbusters. Planet. Planet. Yeah, yeah the, it goes on. Never Captain Planet. <laughs> Sorry, guy. You're on your own with that one. But, it, but the you list goes on and Captain on and on. Planet. All you Captain Planet lovers out there. I, I I'm with Cap- you. I'm with you. I, I love Captain Planet. Is that, there you go. go. <laughs> I, I wanted his ring. The ring's so bad. Like, That's what I'm saying, man. All right. Well, you gentlemen, you have fun with your, your powers combined. <laughs> yeah. Um, but they yeah, taught us but recycling. They taught <laughs> like It was the first, it did, they tried right? to. It was the first to, chance right? that they, they were trying to say, like, hey, we need to take care of our planet. And they're like, no, cancel that show. Yeah. Like, oil's good. We need this. Yeah, no. If they gave him a different haircut, it might have sold. Like I, I don't know. The gozer, the, the gozer haircut. Yeah, yeah that is a gozer haircut. Yeah, hundred percent. Oh man. Well, okay. So you, you, you know, before we get out of here, because we're gonna be definitely looking around before we before we go. I'm itching. I'm itching. Um, I'm check it out. But what 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 is what do you have planned? For the shop, for the I keep for saying the, the shop for the, the growth, yeah, yeah, the growth. Uh, what do you guys have in the pipeline that you're? I mean, that you're looking for down the future, like kind of the wish list, or, um, you know, what what you already have in mind. Anything that you can share with us? Well, uh, I want as much art in the museum as possible. I want as many creators in here creating. Uh, whenever I have people out here, that I, I want them to see this as a blank canvas, like I have, and I want them to create. And. Uh, you know, I just want to be a part of that. I just want to watch, really. But I want people to come in here, and I want them to be free whenever I have events or stuff like that. But like, um, so we do things like we've had fashion shows, and we uh, we do trivia and movie nights, and uh, we do a Saturday morning cartoon show. So tell us a bit about that. So yeah. so right now, you're hosting regular events. Yeah. So what do you so what do you have going on? Let's say on a week or by week. Trivia is once a, once a month. Uh, we do it once a month. We okay. do trivia once a month. Is the it Saturday like on Friday on the weekend? Uh, we or? do it on uh, Thursdays. Okay, so Thursday trivia nights. Yeah. Which is the first Thursday or last Thursday of the month? Uh, it usually just depends on how the month falls. Oh, okay. You're you gonna have to go to the website. Us, yeah. You're gonna have to check out the website, but you can probably be on a Thursday. But check out trivia. Yeah, it's always on Thursdays, and then uh, we do pop ups here and uh, fashion show. Yeah, we do a fashion show. That was wild. Uh, Hold on, before we go out the trivia, do you have do you have a trivia question that you might be able to try test us oh, on? I mean, uh, not too obscure because I won't be able to go that deep. But 
but stumped <laughs> instantly. Yeah, I know, yeah. right? I'm just. I, I'm kind of curious. And cut. <laughs> I, I don't come up with the trivia. Oh, okay. Okay. No, I was I, about to no, ask I, if it's I got you a guy. writing the questions. Yeah, okay. I got a trivia guy. Okay, so it's not you writing the questions. All right, so that makes a big difference. Yeah, I do it All so right. I can still play. And I mean, Oh, okay. So I mean, oh, you I, take I, part fair. in it. Yeah, I, I okay. mean, we never, uh, even when we're first, we don't care. We're like, we're not going <laughs> to say we won or nothing. You but rub it, we, rub it we in. We just like, it's <laughs> just, together, it's just fun, you know, going and having all these, you know, memories of all these these uh, Chris, like we just did Christmas trivia. That's what I want Christmas trivia, and so you, you know, going through all these. I would these, be good at that one. Yeah, I probably would have been good at that one. I think our next trivia is going to be in February. It's going to be a rom com. So for uh, for the pop ups and everything, and wanting just to get in touch or just seeing what's going on and check out really cool photos uh, at Houston Toy Museum uh, Instagram handle, you can check them out uh, or go to their website, which is in the episode description. And then do you have anything else you do on a regular basis that people uh, can get the in The Saturday on? morning cartoon show is fun. We do that once a month as well. Oh, we'll, yes. Uh, yes. I usually, I'll build a block of cartoons, like maybe mostly from the so 80s you, and 90s. You, you handpick them. Yeah, I'll, I'll handpick them. Okay. Uh, and then... Uh, is, do you just play like a, like, like a two-hour block or a, or a three-hour block? I usually something? do it like for three or four hours. Oh, okay. Just because like people are coming and going, but... That, that's I'm a gonna lot, keep that's it a going. Lot of hand picks, man. It's because, a big commitment. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say because those are oh, only like fun. 25, 30 minute like. Little, yeah, but then uh, then I'll find like old Houston commercials, okay. and I'll put them in there. So like, I'll, uh, very cool. I mean, y'all know Mattress Mac. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. So like, I'll put like old Mattress Mac commercials with brown hair, and uh, Thunderbolt transmissions, uh, buy right furniture. Now, okay, speaking of real quick within that the commercials because we talked about this earlier in the episode, commercials were a big deal. Yeah. Do you do you go back and find the toy commercials yeah, and throw I'll them in too? Yeah, I'll put old like McDonald, like eighties McDonald's commercials in there. I'll, you had the Micro Machine commercial, man. I beat. Oh, I do. Yeah, you I had do. The Micro yeah, the, the, the the record speaker. Yes. Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. I'll, I'll I'll throw them all in if oh, I can think of it. Cool. I, I throw it in there. Uh, the one uh, the Astro World with the old bald guy. Yeah. Dun, 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 yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so so you guys, there's trivia. There's. Uh, Markets, markets and, over here. I mean, you can just and what what is the cost though for the just to come into the muse, just the museum itself? Uh, well, when it's not a holiday season right now, mm -hmm. it's like uh, fourteen for adults, ten for uh, seniors, and then okay. kids pay their age uh, up until whatever the adult uh, oh prices. Cool. Yeah, okay. uh, yeah, like if you're one, you're one or five. I love that. You know, a twelve year old. Now, now adults try and come in and be like, I'm five. No, they're that like, hurts. don't make me pay my age. They, they always make the same <laughs> joke. Don't make me pick my age. That's a lot. And, and then, you know, I play into it. I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, we'll pay your age. Now, now is this a, a walk-in's welcome environment or is no, this booking yeah. in advance? No, you never have to book. Uh, the only thing you have to book is if you wanted to do like a private event. Uh, like we do, we rent it out to like corporations. want to do like a corporate Christmas party or uh, birthday. We do birthday parties all the time. Oh, that's fantastic. Um, so, so if somebody does want to rent it out, they just contact you mm -hmm. via your social media yeah. or... Or info at toymuseumhouston.com. Great. Yeah. And when you rent out, you rent out the full space? Yeah, you can either rent it out to, uh, to private where no one can come in but people you want in uh, or uh, to where it's just open to the public. But I like the privacy because you get to... Well, you can control it's, it, it's the just environment like, a little bit and know that who's here. That's very, very cool. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I'm pretty trusting. I, it doesn't, that don't bother me. I, I just want them to feel like they uh I don't know if they I can, can create, create and, man, the anxiety and, and be like, 
It's like, dude, can you get your hands off the glass? I'd be like walking around. Well, like, okay, so can you not touch the Cabbage Patch doll? That uh, yeah, totally. some people, some people still have <laughs> to touch <laughs> stuff when you're done. You know, you I mean, I'm a, would I'll, expect that they know not to touch that. I, I have but, to hold. I have to help. Like, I'm a toucher. Like that's why when I went to Disney World, like I'd knock a kid over just to press a button, yeah. even if it did nothing. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you try know, it. Like, I mean, not not like uh, the kid was fine. It was out of excitement. It's, it's it was, excitement. It's not it anger or frustration. Thank yeah, you. Excitement. As, as yeah. I like how you're shaming me. You're like <laughs> elf. We, we all make elevator. We all make a, uh, mistakes whenever we're we get excited. So well, so I, I noticed that certain things are behind glass and certain things are not. So your most special items you kind of keep out of reach to some extent. Yeah. yeah? Sometimes it just really uh, depends what pieces fit good where and. Um, we probably add a, a new glass enclosure, you know, like once every quarter, once every six months, we'll add one. I see. Because they, they do get up there. Yeah. Um, but uh, that's always fun to, like, and you play upkeep, in a new one. you upkeep everything yourself, right? Yeah. Or do you have someone specific come in like, nah. with, like, white gloves? No, it's just me and Sarah. Okay. We're the, the two-person team. And Oh, wow. So that's incredible. That's a lot of dusting. That, that's yeah. it. When you all come. By the way, we are we are located right here on 19th Street, right in the Houston Heights. I mean, this is Houston proper. Mm -hmm. We are what two and a half miles from downtown. Yeah, um, Heights Theater is right next door. Uh, you know, there's plenty of places over here to grab a bite, some ice cream, park your car, walk along, have a nice evening, come by the the museum. The, streets, the street definitely has something for everybody. Yeah. Absolutely, uh, absolutely. If you're right here in Houston, you have no excuse not to come and check this out. And if you're visiting Houston. I highly recommend you put this on your hit list because it is it is really remarkable. But like we said earlier, save a chunk of time. This is not going to be a 15-minute walk-in, walk-out. Um, okay, so you got plenty going on. Um, what are you looking for in the future? So, I mean, because you guys, you run out for parties. You got the trivia. You got the Saturday, uh, you know, cartoons going on. The museum itself open. What are you guys looking to maybe do or stuff? I mean, you, you talked about getting more creatives in here, but... If you were, do you have anything specific in the pipeline right now, or are you just open to more? There's a couple of new exhibits I'm I'm working on right now. I really want to build a giant Lego city. Um, Ooh. Back when I was a kid, we would have my cousins had uh, their dad took a, a four by eight plywood, put Lego uh, mats on it, and we'd over the weekend I'd go over there and we'd build these huge cities. Oh, that's awesome! And then at the end of the weekend, we'd push it back under his bed, and then you could work on it longer. And so whenever I had like my comic book room, I would. I had this huge Lego city I built, and I want to redo that here. Now, um, are you going to do that personally, or are you going to take applications for people to come uh, in and help build? Yeah, I'll, I'll probably get volunteers, but most most of it will be me. Okay. Um, uh, sometimes it takes me longer to have to explain it than if I just do it real quick and it's done. Um, but we do have volunteers, and we do have, like, like I have interns and things that uh that people can sign up for if they they'd like to help out at the museum uh oh, okay we're always we're always looking for help uh like i said it's just me and sarah so um so if you're looking to get involved and you want to just be around some really cool toys and and help out you know a really great shop and museum here in houston you can again you can email info at houstontoymuseum.com or check out the episode description for all the links and everything and find out how you can get more involved uh, over here with Matt and this uh, wonderful spot yeah. here. Or just stop by, buy a ticket, come on and have a conversation with the man himself. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, I mean, first of all, I mean, we could be here for forever. Totally. I mean, it's really great. But, um, I mean, I, I think we're ready to, to look around 
and, and really tech, I, I think we've been we've been in too, too long. My head's on yeah, a swivel right now. Like it's the ping pong effect. We, we cannot thank you enough for being on the show oh, no, and for sharing your space with us. This I'm is so very grateful. Cool. Yeah, thank you very much. And like I said, this is Anytime. a wonderful, wonderful place here. Um, if you guys can always email us at admin at neighborsonknock.com for more information. Like I said, check out the episode description. Okay, so Philip, what, what was your favorite toy? I, d I didn't really have a favorite toy, to be honest with you. I had... Um, you, you didn't have like one specific that you... Or I guess favorite li line of toys that maybe you played with more or often? No, you know, I think that... Uh, I think that the ones I... Oddly enough, of all the G.I. Joes, of all the Ninja Turtles, all those toys in the 90s, I think the ones I played the most with were my Matchbox cars and my Micro Machines. I think okay. that growing oh, up in yeah. a race car family, that was like a big deal. Yeah, that's like, they started the miniatures for everything. Yeah. People were like, oh, we can make something smaller and they'll still buy it for the same price. Yeah, exactly. Let's do it. <laughs> Here's your helicopter. That'd be yeah. 1099. Oh, yeah, 899. Yeah. I need that small helicopter. It makes me feel giant. Yes. How about you? Do you have a particular... Uh, uh, my favorite, Lion I always toy. call it like a pocket toy, just the toy you always took around with you. Mm. Uh, mine was a, a Robin from the uh, Michael Keaton Batman toy line. Wow, um, very interesting. Nice, very nice. Yeah. I have it somewhere here. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Ooh, check oh, there we go. That yeah, check that out. Still still in the box. Still, That's still in the box. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> every year on my birthday, I'm like, oh, I'm going to open that up. And... Uh, I know, just never do it. The day, the day goes, and it's just like, oh, the day's over. I'm not going to do it. But uh, I actually have two, so I was going to open it up here today. Oh, oh wow. Yeah. Okay, this is, we are opening up. This is, this is in the box, guys. This is probably. But the, yeah, this, this was is, my favorite toy as a kid. And, and, the, and the main reason was, uh, it, was like, it kind of goes back to what I was saying about toys that I felt like they put more work into it. Mm. And so this one, um, this Robin, actually had two capes that were sewed together. And uh, and to me that it just made it better. It was super soft, and oh, uh, wow. wow, look at that! Wow, check that out. I didn't really care for his backpack gun thing. It does bring up memories. Oh yeah, the, the clip like, of the, the clip yeah, of it the was random like around his uh, waist. But oh yeah, look at that. Oh yeah, it does. But yeah, and so like that is very very cool. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. To me, interchangeable it just, cape. It always felt better. It always felt like it was better made and. The cape it does look high cape. quality. But yeah, it does yeah. feel yeah. It felt so you better. can see this. You can actually see how it's sewn. Like, and I know you guys might not be able to see that, but it's like sewn around with the two layers. And I remember, I remember these capes now because they had these little clicks that yeah. would come around the, the, the neck, uh, even for Batman and stuff. So that's, this, that's very, easy very technology, cool. super easy. Yeah, man. That's awesome. That I don't really, know why really they cool. still don't use that to this day. Cause it's just so easy, but yeah. Uh, I don't so know how guy, long it's been since I touched a toy I know about of saying, that age. Too, I don't know. Like, it did, it did feel weird in your hand at first. Like the texture. Like, yeah. Whoa. Yeah. I was like, it's, it's yeah, the paint's a little weird, the like rubberized paint. So, so that was your like in your pocket toy. Yeah. It was just my your... pocket toy. Wrap his tape. Man, it feels like mystery. Uh, <laughs> I so just I'd always cool. wrap his cape because you know when Batman stands his yeah. cape would always go around and it always annoyed me that you could never do that. It's like Velcro oh. they stick <laughs> because, there, yeah. because of that little neck thing it would never mm. go all the way and all so the way was, but I, I would do that and tuck it in my pocket and that was my pocket toy and so now when kids walk in I always ask them what's your pocket toy what's the one you can't go anywhere without and that's that's the Robin and, that uh, is so cool but mine you I, I played with them so much his legs you do that and they just. It <laughs> won't stand. He just wore out the material. Yeah, yeah and I, I might have bitten his fingers off, and his head was rubbed down. But I, I still have it somewhere. He just done. That is he just very, did, very. Cool. I can't put him anywhere because you don't. You don't stand up. You, well, you well don't thank even, you. He doesn't even sit down. He just let. He just 
crumbles. He 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 does a, a Woody whenever Andy walks in <laughs> yeah, the room, just constantly. <laughs> well, thank you for sharing that moment with that's us. That very, is very that's very, very, cool. very cool. Oh, no, cool. thanks and, for being here. And you know what? You have a design element. If anybody ever contacts you about the new hyper realistic figures, like the cape needs to be able to fold and stay. Yeah, like just just make a good product. I yeah. mean, come on. No. The comments, it's little a, magnets, little magnets can hold the cape in place and. Yeah, or, you can turn uh, your wheels turning here. I'm telling you. Come join Matt over here at the Houston Toy Museum at, in the Heights. You know, again, check out the episode description, their website. Hit them up on Instagram and follow them. They got some cool pictures. It is fantastic, guys. Uh, I mean, it has put me in the Christmas spirit beyond belief. Uh, I, I don't even, leaps and bounds, not just for Christmas, but just for later seasons of just wanting to bring back so many memories absolutely so. and again thank you sir thank you very yeah, much thank you for your time Matt. we really appreciate it and if you guys want to catch new episodes of the show make sure that you subscribe hit that subscribe button and the little notification bell that way you never miss any new content that comes out you know we drop new episodes every friday wherever you get your podcast or here on the youtube channel but we would love to have you as a subscriber. So go ahead, click, click it right now. Click it. Without click doubt. It. And don't forget, if you have any suggestions of who you would like to see on our show, feel free to reach out to us. You can get us on all of our social media. You can even email us directly at admin at neighborsdonoff.com. That's right. We're here to expand the neighborhood, but we'll catch you guys next week. Peace. Out. Hey, thanks for watching. Make sure to subscribe so you never miss any of our new content.